Welcome back to the Data List Podcast. I'm Noel. And I'm Brendan. Uh, we're back with another one of the offseason previews for the NFL. Um, there's not that much time left until free agency, so we're going to pick these up and just do them every episode from now on out, still covering some NBA stuff and just general sports news. But our focus for the next, you know, six or so episodes is going to be uh, free agency previews. So get looking forward to that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, the moves that are going to be made. Um, There's already some cap casualties, so um, teams are opening up, and they raised the NFL salary cap by $31 million, which is absolutely crazy. So it's going to make stuff fun. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it's good to get these done before free agency so we can have the complete picture as well. Um, We won't have to do another preview for the draft or anything like that. You know, we will talk draft. But, uh, you know, I would talk draft for hours. I don't think anybody wants to hear me do that. <laughs> so we'll see what uh, see what we have left to cover. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So today we are going to do the AFC North. Uh, pretty stacked division overall. Um, and let's get started with the Ravens. So once my salary cap calculator actually loads here can give a breakdown so the ravens actually are surprisingly not in the negative which kind of blows my mind but they you know have one of the best defenses in the league they have a few undrafted or unrestricted free agents um that they you know are probably gonna have to bring back like patrick queen potentially rocky uh and some other guys here um i don't see anybody else you know crazy i don't think they're bringing back jk dobbins um, but it's pretty impressive that they have cap space. I think that cap space basically goes away though when you re-sign uh Patrick Queen. And you know, you're probably at round zero. If they were to franchise tag him, there would be seven million in the hole before he's re-signed. They're about 17 million positive. Um, what's your take on the Ravens cap situation and and what do you think are some moves they could make? Um, so with $16 million in cap space, it's tough because they have a ton of uh, free agents on the defensive side of the ball. Um, yeah. So Queen is kind of the big one that we think of, like just plays the middle with Roquan and they just, you know, destroy teams with, with their linebacking core. Um, another point to that is Rocky Asin is a free agent. Um, Ronald Darby, mm. who knows? Yeah, I don't know. Um, Matt, yeah, Matabike. Um, and an interesting one is actually Dalvin cook, you know, with all the injuries they've had, seems like a guy who wants to be there, but I guess we'll see because they're potentially a team that's going to go after Derrick Henry. Um, so that kind of gets us into like, how do they make some space? Yeah. Um, you know, there aren't a ton of moves, I think, and this is a team where it's like really tough because they're obviously going to try to run it back next year. Um, I don't think they're going to try to have too many shakeups, even if for the cap savings and looking at their cap situation, there aren't a bunch of guys that they can, you know, cut. Um, really, I'm, I'm seeing Justice Hill as a cut here saves you about 2.5 million. Um, but outside of that, there's really nobody here that I would be interested in cutting. Um, it seems like a really OBJ? solid core. 
GM. What's his cap casualty? Um, he gets oh, he's seven. seven millions and yeah, seven million in savings and eleven in debt. Well, you'd go if you cut him, you go down seven million in cap space. Ah, uh, okay. That's, that's negative savings, but maybe post. Okay. Post six one, is there a potential? Yeah. Post six one, if they cut him, they save about three million. So there's something in his contract where he can't be cut before June first. Uh, but he probably will be cut or traded. Probably, I don't think anybody's actually going to go get Odell. Um. Yeah, not at that number. I feel like yeah. you can fill that fill that role with a rookie yeah i think so but it, it doesn't look like he has a ton of app hit after 6-1 i don't know how that actually works out if you, if you change it well, over yeah they i mean that's when they get like a first contract or something right i don't know it's uh it's an interesting situation yeah but so, they yeah. definitely need to do something. Something to keep an eye on. Patrick Queen's tag would be twenty-four million dollars. Yeah, is that puts him a like very high tag. In the hole, almost no matter what the cap savings that they could make are. So I think they're gonna probably try to get him on a contract so they can bring back some of the other guys. You know, maybe they bring back uh Zietler. I don't know if they have another solution at I think he's a guard. Um and then obviously Rocky Sin is obvious is also a, a huge part of that defense. So um and then if we look over at the draft, the Ravens don't really have that much. Um they have the 30th pick. Right now they're protected Keon Coleman. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think they're probably gonna use it. You know, if they lose Zietler or if they lose somebody that's defensive to free agency, they're probably going to try to shore up that position. Uh, potentially cornerback, potentially, you know, O-line. Uh, and I don't know, is there anywhere else that you could see them going? I mean, you pretty much said it. I mean, they got free agents on defense, so they need to fill those holes however they can. And then, you know, shore up the offensive line if you lose a guy. And then pretty much otherwise, you need to keep adding weapons. Mm-hmm. Um, we we saw how that kind of affected them in the playoffs. Like they had Zay Flowers, and then there was nobody else there really to catch the ball. Um, Mark Andrews was non-existent, probably because of the game plan. But you need somebody else there to free these guys up. I mean, you can't just have one wide receiver, one tight end, and expect to go win it unless you're Patrick Mahomes, as we've said. So yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they could keep Patrick Queen at least and say add Derrick Henry or whatever. Um, because that's, that's, yeah, because that seems like the guy who they want to get. So I think a versatile running back that could be involved in the pass catching game could be something that opens up their offense a little bit too. Like they don't necessarily need that second receiver to be that guy. They could use, mm. I mean, they have Isaiah Likely. Maybe they run more two tight end formations. Um, but they could also draft somebody like Blake Corum who could get involved in the passing game. Or just bring in Derrick Henry, tell him that that's what you got to do. Um, 
But yeah, I think the second round pick here, if they're not going defense or O-line, depending on how their free agency kind of works out here, uh, and if they end up bringing back a lot of those defensive guys that we talked about, second round pick could be dedicated to a weapon, uh, whether it's you know a running back or a wide receiver like Xavier Leggett um, is kind of up to them to decide. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think I think that they're in a pretty good spot regardless. I yeah. Mean, they lose a couple guys here, but I mean, the idea is that some other guys will pick up the slack. I mean, you're not going to have, you know, that perfect roster every year, which it seems like they had last year. Um, they did. So, they, I mean, they just got to be able to have the will to win and out-coach, out-play, just out-hustle. I think that's more so the big thing for them here is like, can we stay under the cap, you know, make some guys back and then figure it out. Yeah. They're in a, definitely in a good spot. I would argue that they're probably in the best spot out of anybody in this division. And I think this division is pretty stacked. Yeah. But this division's nasty. <laughs> the next team in this division that is, you know, I might be eating my words right now. But they do have to pay potentially T. Higgins. But uh, the Bengals are there. They have a lot of cap space somehow. They have almost fifty-one million in cap space. Um, it's a young team. Yeah. So Tyler Boyd is going to be a free agent. I don't think they bring him back. Yeah. No way. Don. I cannot believe he's been on that team for that long. To be honest. Um. We have a few other guys. I think DJ Reader is somebody that they'd probably want to bring back. Um, looks like he made about like four and a half. Oh no, he made fifteen and a half million last year. Um, so I think bringing him back on any deal close to that would probably be a win. But he has thirty. Outside of him. Um, believe jonah williams is somebody that they're gonna have to probably get back i don't know if they want to i don't really know how good he is but he is their right tackle and it feels like losing that is uh probably not what you want to do if you're them it looks like he he made like 12 million last year so there are areas in free agency where they could re-sign some guys that uh it wouldn't go too well for them um in terms of this cap space, especially if they brought back Tyler Boyd. They're going to have to extend T. Higgins. Uh, Joe Burrow's contract hasn't like fully kicked in, right? This is the first year of it. Yeah, his cap number this year is 29. And then it goes up 46, 48, 52, 53, 57, 9. 57 is I think this is the last year that they really have cap space. And what they've got to do is set themselves up for long-term success. So are they really going to bring in DJ Reader back on, you know, potentially a, a $15, $20 million contract? Probably $15. Um, I don't think that's the play for them because I think they're setting up for the next, like, four or five years of success. And I think T. Higgins actually does fit that. But are they going to bring him back? Probably not. I mean, I think the solution here would actually be to try to bring him back, also bring Awuzie back. Um, those mm-hmm. are two big guys for them. And then 
I see some guys here who could be potential casualties, um, such as like Mike Hilton. Um, if you were to cut him, you'd save six and a half. And I mean, he's he's a decent corner, but I don't know. But like, what what's your solution here? Because if you're gonna have fifty million cap space, I mean, you just brought back T Higgins, um, and then you're thinking about okay, we have two wide receivers now. We used to have you know pretty solid wide receiver room with Tyler Board being our third guy. So you have to bring in a wide receiver if it's not Tyler Board again. Um, whether that's a rookie or whatever, I mean, take your chance. Um, another name to watch here is Joe Mixon. What happens with Joe Mixon? Does he he's come gone. back or not? Yeah, no, so that's what so. people have been saying. Yeah, people think agent? he's gone. I didn't see him over there. No, he's not. Um, but he figures to be a cap casualty. Um, just getting towards the end of his career, really. Age 28, running yeah, back, ceiling is like 30. So um, There's some guys they could cut here, but it seems like what I've been hearing is that they really want to grab a right tackle to replace Jonah Williams. I don't think they were thrilled with what they had. And I think we saw that this year with how they struggled to protect the quarterback. Um, They really just set up Jake Browning to pretty much just like dump the ball off to Jamar chase, like five yards up the field. And that was pretty much their entire game plan. Um, It did work. Um, And then they were able to open some up, some stuff up downfield later on in the season. But um, I think it's important that they really make sure that this offensive line is golden because I think outside of Mahomes, if there's one guy who can do it pretty much all, it's Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of why I don't even know if they need to bring back T Higgins and if that money could go somewhere else. Uh, Maybe they'll get back a few assets if they do potential trade with him involved um but yeah it feels like joe mixon potential cut another guy that i'm seeing here is chris evans he's uh he's he's dead money is forty three thousand, and then you'd save about uh (laughs) 1.1 million by cutting him so i think he's as good as gone um costing you forty three thousand to get a million is pretty good so I'm interested to see if they look, you know, around in the free agency market. I think they're potentially a really great, you know, area for that. Um, and and I think guys would be interested to go to them. Yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Joe Burrow's, you know, basically just rested at this point. So they should be fresh and ready to go. I mean, run it back. Why not? I mean, this team has shown they can be good. It's just whether or not they're going to show up. And that seemed like their problem early on last season. Didn't seem like it was the roster. It was just a matter of showing up. Yeah, 100%. So what's interesting is that in the draft, they have the 18th pick. Um, looks like you're kind of right. Right now they're mocked to replace Jonah Williams with uh, J.C. Latham out of Alabama. So that's an O-tackle. Um, there's also Amarius Marius Mims, um, out of Georgia right there. He's six, seven, three thirty. We've talked about him before, or at least I hope we have, because otherwise there's two we of did. those guys. We uh, did. <laughs> so, um, they're in a good spot for a tackle. There's also Troy, uh, Bautanu, Bautanu. Um, 
So there's a lot of guys on the line that could bring in here. And I think that's probably the best play for them. I also could see them pulling kind of what the Chiefs have done and strengthening up their defense um, because they know that Joe Burrow can probably get it done on offense with, you know, the minimum amount of weapons and, and protection that he needs. Uh, but I think it's also important to protect Burrow in his year back from injury here. Yeah, definitely. I think that has to be the priority because you're nothing without him. I mean, it's just obvious. Yeah. All right. Next team here. If I can find where Browns. Teams, it's the Browns. They're 7.7 in the hole. Brutal. I mean, that's what you get, right? That's what you get when Deshaun Watson has a $64 million cap hit this year. You know, the Browns are fun when Joe Flacco's a quarterback, but once we see that name at the top of the salary cap right here, um, it's just like, ah, fuck this team. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they've, they've um, fucked themselves. So I'm yep. shocked that they're only $7 million in the hole. This is ridiculous. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's cap number is $64 million this year. That's insane. Um, Amari Cooper second there, Denzel Ward. I mean, they don't really have anybody you can cut. I mean, I think your only option here that you could <laughs> cut is like Nick Chubb. But yeah, would you? It's, I think it's the, I think he's too loved on the team. Like he's from a numbers perspective, I'm... I think you could consider it. But yeah. I don't think so. I think Elijah Moore, but I think Elijah Moore is obviously a good asset for them. Uh, Shut but up. He, he is. He has a cap savings of 3.1 if they were to cut him. Yeah. If you I think that's a good metric. Like, if they cut Elijah Moore, then he's probably never going to be anything. But if they bring him back for 3.1, where they could have saved 3.1, I think that's a good sign for Elijah Moore truthers out there. Yeah, you need to stop with that. <laughs> I, I have not talked about Elijah Moore in months. That is not true. But anyways, um, the good thing for the Browns is that they don't have a ton of free agents who are super significant guys. Um, they pretty much have the same squad coming back. So yeah, they do. that's a good thing because their defense was awesome this year. Um, and they don't have the money to really make any moves. And they're kind of stuck because if you scroll through, pretty much every single guy that they have signed, if they were to cut, puts like it's just negative cap space um there's just so much dead money um yeah so they're they're absolutely screwed here it seems like they're gonna make some tiny moves maybe some trades um maybe get a little bit younger they have some guys starting to get into the 30s um i mean pretty much the entire team is around 30 so that being said i i think that their best you know thing that they could do is Make sure that they stay young. Make sure that they keep draft picks. Make sure that they pick well because if they well, don't, then they're then they're absolutely fucked. They uh, didn't keep draft picks though. They don't have their first yeah. rounder, which is brutal. Yeah, um, I'm just. Saying, I think it, going it could be a valuable, you know, pick here. It looks like twenty third. It's moved on to the Texans for Deshaun Watson. I cannot believe they gave Deshaun Watson all the money in the world and what did they trade? Like three first round picks for him? Insane. Uh 
but so their first pick in the draft is the 54th pick they're mocked right now to have a wide receiver i don't know if i like that because it feels like they have enough weapons between amari cooper david njoku and elijah moore um but you know maybe they end up going that way and if they do they could save uh three million by cutting elijah moore so i think they i think they definitely need to add a weapon i mean it's it's i feel like deshaun watson was bad on his own last year and it wasn't really the fault of any of the weapons we saw when Flacco came in, it wasn't really the weapons that were holding anyone back. Look, like I, I agree with that point, but if you're going to pay your quarterback all this money, like you got to invest in that. You know what I mean? Like you got to yeah. surround him, make it, make his life easy. Um, especially if he had a bad year last year, like the confidence thing is real. And Deshaun Watson's won some good football games. And yeah, he yeah. also looked like absolute shit this past year. So if you're if you're gonna give them that much fucking money, you better do everything you can to make sure it was worth it. Yeah, I think so. But I think they are paying Amari Cooper twenty four million dollars a year. Uh, theoretically, Nick Chubb was supposed to be kind of that big weapon to take the load off of Deshaun uh, at sixteen million a year, and. And Joku's up at 10. I think he just got extended. So he's uh he's a great weapon too. I, I do think and then they did trade a second round pick for Elijah Moore. And, and I know that I just beat the drum on Elijah Moore, but they traded a second round pick for him. Like it's not like he's some scrub that came out of nowhere. Um or, or maybe they traded a third round pick for him. But then then what do you do to get him involved? Because that's a good question like I, I just think we need to if i'm like the browns you need to establish the run uh and i don't know if nick chubb's going to be that guy early in the season next year coming off of that knee injury um so maybe you do bring back somebody like kareem hunt or maybe you just is uh jerome ford still on the team after this year yeah jerome ford might be able to take off some of the load for for nick chubb there um, but it feels like this team was kind of built around the run and when they didn't have things going well with Deshaun, the run was kind of working. Um, and then Nick Chubb went down and Nick Chubb going down is brutal. Maybe he'll be back to uh pre-injury form next year by like halfway through. Probably not though. Cause he's 30. I mean, he's already done it twice, right? <laughs> yeah, he has, but this time he's a lot older, so I'm a little bit concerned. <laughs> but um, of course, there's yeah, some I think concern. a weapon somewhere. I think depending on how he looks, that's where you make your decision whether or not to cut. Um, you know, right now they're not going to know that, but if maybe they're in training camp and they're like, "Okay, this guy isn't right, see ya," and then pick That'd someone be so else. That's so brutal, up. though. I don't think they'd do it. I don't think so either, but. Just speaking from like a financial perspective, like if you could open up some space, then you're going to. It's a business. Maybe. I don't know if their championship window is even open right now for them to, you know, make such a cutthroat move. Only if Joe Flacco's starting. <laughs> for real. All right. Uh, one more team left here. 
the Steelers, um, honestly not in as good of a spot as I thought they would be. They're only $9 million. Uh, they have $9 million in cap space left here. They have... You know, I don't think they're going to... Maybe they bring back Blake Martinez. Um, I don't think they bring back Mason Rudolph. It seems like they're going to potentially bring in a new quarterback. Uh, probably Justin Fields. We've talked about... I don't see... Do you see anybody on the free agents, impending free agents list that... You know, is worth talking about here for their quarterback. No, just in general. Uh, um, anybody that would that would they'd be interested in bringing back. I mean, obviously, like there's some guys up there: Marcus Golden, Quan Alexander, Blake Martinez is a big one. Um, those are some guys you would like to have back. The problem being that they only have ten, that nine million in cap space. Um, but I do see a couple potential casualties and trades here. Um, number one, Allen Robinson has to be gone. You save $10 million. <laughs> see, yeah, he's so easy. gone. Easy. Um, Patrick Peterson was kind of ass this year. See ya. Save $6.8 million. Um, who else? Let's see. A Landon Roberts, you can save 3.5. I mean, that move doesn't really matter, but. You, you could do it if you wanted to just replace it with a younger guy. Um, it's a possibility. Otherwise it seems like most of the stuff that they're going to be doing has to be in house with this cap space, other than maybe getting Justin Fields. If they get Justin Fields and you know, they don't cut some of these guys, like what are you, what are you doing? Um, Deontay there... Johnson's another, Deontay Johnson's another potential guy that we need to talk about, about being traded potentially as well. Yeah. I don't think they'd trade him if they're potentially bringing in a new quarterback, though. He gets open so well, he's going to make that quarterback's job and life easy, like we kind of just talked about with Deshaun. Is there a See, I don't feel Cameron that. I don't feel that way about him. That's what I was about thinking, Deontay? but he's still good. He played 39.2% of snaps last year defensively. Was he injured? Must have been. Dude's a beast. Yeah, he's 35. I know. How many years does he have left? Uh, I can grab that for you. This is his last year. Yeah, I think you let it ride. Mm. I think the last year means he got it. 16 million well, in savings. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Depends on what I mean, you do. That is a lot. That is a lot. Um, but definitely Allen Robinson's a casualty. And to me, Deontay Johnson has to be just because mm-hmm. his attitude on the sideline with, with this team, like he needs to go figure it out somewhere else. Um, I've seen so many posts on, on Twitter from like Steeler fans being like, what the fuck is up with this guy? Like he, gets open but then he like goes to the sideline just barking um feels like I that's an just... epidemic in the in the Steelers locker room yep you could say that again um so to me Deontay Johnson has to be moved and you're gonna save yourself a decent amount of money um 
problem being, who do you replace them with? So I think if they're able to replace them, then you move on from them. Otherwise, he's probably back. So if you were to cut, let's say for the sake of argument, Cameron Hayward's in there, Deontay Johnson. I think you could trade Deontay. I don't think you have to cut him. Uh, Which actually saves you less money, I think. Or I might be wrong. Um, Cameron Hayward, Deontay Johnson, Allen Robinson, Patrick Peterson. The Steelers would have about $52 million in cap space. So they could hit the hard reset button here. Mm-hmm. And bring in a new quarterback. You know, maybe bring in a few. I think they could go find a receiver uh, in the free agent market. I think this uh, cap savings could be used for a new quarterback in their extension. I think if you're bringing somebody in, you're extending them right away. Um, so there's a lot of things that you can do the Steelers they're actually in a pretty good spot because they still they'll still have TJ Watt make up his Patrick um they'll still have a pretty solid defensive core and I mean I guess you have Najee on a rookie contract I, I, theoretically that helps your cap situation <laughs> but yeah uh yeah I mean this team's starting to get older too it's just mm-hmm. like Invest in the young guys on your defense and then otherwise spend your money on guys to surround whoever's at quarterback next year. I think that's the way they have to go here. Yeah, I think so. Um, In the draft here, they have the 20th pick. Mm -hmm. Pretty solid. Uh, I think we talked about them. You know, they might move this pick for Justin Fields. And if they don't move 20, I think... I think we could see the Falcons sneak in with the two, or is it the two, the 43rd pick of the draft? Um, Because I think 20 is obviously way better than that. And that's something that you could probably justify, but I don't think you can justify eight, but if they move 43, maybe they move 43 to next year's second. Um, That'd be interesting. But currently there's, they're projected to take an O-tackle and a cornerback. Um, you see any other needs kind of at the front of this team? Um, obviously, besides quarterback, let's assume that they've figured out quarterback through free agency or trade. I mean, outside of TJ Watt, who else is on this team? Like, they could be yeah, better at every bad. position. They have Minka. They could be better at... Yes. But... Okay, maybe not every position, but almost every position they could be better yeah. at. <laughs> yeah. um, TJ Watt gets them to like 8-8 eight and eight almost by himself. Yeah, so I think it's a case of, you know, whoever's on the board. You know, best player available. I think that's the way you have to go. Because um, your championship window is, you know, five years away, three years away, minimum. Like, yeah, that's, which is why I think they. I have about that. <laughs> I mean, maybe they don't. You might be right. Like, what's the need to cut Cam Hayward if your championship window is so far away? Uh, yeah. Then you still have thirty-six million in cap space. You probably end on a good note with him. Let's go after that. But uh, yeah, this team is pretty brutal. I think George Pickens is good. I think he's officially George good. Pickens is good. And then Pat Fryermuth, technically good. I don't really see him do that much, though. Yeah, average. Yeah. They just All have right. a lot of average on this team. Yeah, 
I think there's a lot of room for improvement, and they have, you know, the assets, kind of, and the money to do it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so over to our NBA betting competition. I'll do that. <laughs> yeah. So we tied. Um, we did. That's brutal for the first week. So we're going to make two more picks today. And we are also going to do the, we're going to do a bet for each other, a bad bet for each other, because we're going to do just like one for whoever loses, but we don't want to do nothing. So we're just going to do half of the value and we're each going to do it. So uh, how do you feel about the Pistons? That sounds lovely, Noel. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so tomorrow night, Pistons p- play the Knicks, um, and and I got that them Pistons for you. So I think you're gonna get plus four sixty on that, which is pretty solid. Uh, yeah, those are those are great odds. At least they gave I you might, some good odds. Might I might have to put a hundred on it? Yeah, might as well. That's what we were doing, right? Yeah, that's what we agreed to. <laughs> Um, so let's see. What do we got tomorrow? Tomorrow there's not a whole bunch of games. There were a bunch of games today. Uh, the odds aren't out for those Tuesday games, but I think you could do your best in guessing them if you want to get something with long odds. I'll give you a fun one. All right, do it. The Raptors over the Pacers. All right. So that's your bet. I got plus two fifteen. Yeah, I have plus one ninety five. So, all right. Um. So let's make our picks for. Uh, I guess is it just tomorrow? Yeah. So. (laughs) I'll let you go first since you uh you did better. How did I do better? On your odds, technically. You picked the oh. teams with Oh I guess I guess I yeah. did. Um You know. Is Jimmy Butler suspended tomorrow night because of that fight? I don't I don't know, but the heater plus two forty. Yeah. I kinda like that. They they already beat the Kings this year. Match and up a three well. game win streak, and they match up well, and they're they're seven and three on the last ten. I'm gonna take the the Heat tomorrow, um, at plus two forty. I I think we should each do at least an underdog and a favorite every time, which is kind of tough. And you know I will figure out how to convert those decimal odds into like a score, but I don't feel like doing that right now. It's late. <laughs> <laughs> So all right, for so for an underdog, who should I take? Take the I mean, Grizzlies, technically. <laughs> I see the Nets are underdogs right now on, on what I'm looking at. Oh really? I mean they're both minus odds though, that's stupid. Oh no no no, the Grizzlies are underdogs, sorry. Alright, give me the Grizzlies. Do it. All right. All right. 
Who's your favorite? I got to roll with the Knicks here, obviously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Should we I just wanna... butt heads on this? Should we just butt heads on this and I'll take the Pacers? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What else are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so we have, we have six bets across four games. That's great. Those are rookie Perfect. numbers, to be honest. <laughs> um, all right, so I think we'll post these tomorrow on the Twitter. If you forget, it should be helpful to uh, help you guys remember. So I will link the website in the description. And the, the website has like the links to all of our socials. So if you want to check us out on Twitter, go do that uh, through that link. Um, and then I also have a newsletter coming soon. It's going to be coming soon for a while because I don't want to start it and put a bunch of effort into it when we don't have people subscribed to it. So uh, we'll figure that out. Um, but yeah, is there anything else you want to go over before we call it a episode here? I mean, the last comment I have is the Warriors are on an absolute heater. And, you know, I, I mean, I guess look out because what do they got to lose? Nothing. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Uh, damn, I want to pick them on like Tuesday night, but we can't do that. That rule yeah, kind of they, fucks us, doesn't it? We just get one night they, of games. Yeah, they played the <laughs> Nuggets pretty closely today um, and they lost by 16 after a bad fourth quarter. So, I mean, they're right there. They they beat some good teams in the last few games. So, look out for the Warriors. I like it. And, you know, they're a team that can always get hot around this time of year and make that push. So, like we're kind of seeing them do that. Yeah. I did tell they you. beat the Lakers. They beat Utah. They barely lost to the Clippers. They beat Utah again. They beat Phoenix. They beat Indiana. They beat the Sixers. It's a pretty, it's pretty good impressive. stretch. Yeah, it's a good stretch. Wow. So, all right. We're going to call it an episode here. It was a little bit of a shorter one. Uh, we will be back on Wednesday with the – what division are we going to do then? AFC South. NFC. Um, yeah. And then we'll do we'll finish up the AFC on Friday. So stay tuned for those offseason previews. Um, we'll obviously talk about NBA, our bets, uh, any news that comes in over the course of that time too. So there will be more stuff to talk about. Um, yeah, appreciate everybody for listening. Uh, just a reminder: like, subscribe, follow. Um, check us out on all of our social media. Links in the description to our website and. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you.